remember so clearly It seems like just the other day We were two kids falling in love But now we're full grown, baby I wouldn't trade it for Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome, welcome to AP and Toya Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, of course, welcome. I am AP, and this is my beautiful wife. Latoya. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us today. Today, yeah. we are joined by a very special person, one of my most favorite people, yeah. Thomas Pearson. Yeah, give it up for Thomas, y'all. And, Hello. Uh, for y'all that don't know, Thomas is my baby brother, and um, we're excited to have him on the podcast today. Um, we decided to do this series where we got to let you guys meet some interesting people and just be able to um, keep you guys engaged through this time that we're going through with this pandemic. But um, yeah, we're going to learn a little bit more about my baby brother. And um, Why do you keep saying baby? No, he's a grown man. He's about 6'4", 6'5". He's a grown man. So, right. I mean, it is what he is. He's, he's, he's still my baby brother, so... Um, yes. but yeah, but Thomas, welcome, man. Welcome to you to the, to the show. Appreciate you coming, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. So I'll let my wife take over. So, so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, Tommy. Yeah. Hello, I am Thomas, also known as Tommy, AKA Tiger. Um, I am 27 years old. I am a singer. I am an artist. Just a multi-talented person. Um, I definitely love God. And um, most of all, I'm just glad to be here today. Yeah, man. Yeah, if you, we, if we, you haven't uh, heard my brother sing, man, he's, he's an amazing vocalist, man. Uh, just all, all around dope artist. Um, but we have him on the show today because we, we have this, we're in this season right now, this, this uh, COVID season, this Corona yes. season. And uh, unfortunately, my, my baby brother was one of the people that actually um, came in contact with the, um, with the what do you call it? The, the virus, right? Yeah, with the yeah. virus, well, yeah. Well, fortunately <laughs> and unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Unfortunately, you tested positive, but right. fortunately, you overcame it. So that was one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on. So this segment is called I Survived COVID. Yeah. So we just wanted to ask you, Thomas, about like your experiences, what you felt, you know, moving forward. What does that look like? So I guess the first question would be like, what symptoms were you experiencing? The first symptom I had, it started off with the cold. And from the cold, I started basically having like flu-like symptoms, like chills, mm -hmm. a fever, um, I never lost my taste, but I did lose my appetite at first. Okay. And okay. as time went on, I started also struggling to breathe. So that, that's that's one of the things that people, uh, well, a lot of people have different symptoms and things like that. And I, I did hear a lot of people say they lost their, their taste buds and things like they that. Their sense of taste yeah. and their... Um... Their, their taste and the sense of smell. Right, right, right. Did you have, have any, like, sense of smell loss and stuff like that, or? Um, I can say that never had been. My sense of smell stayed and my sense of taste stayed. It was just the lack of wanting to eat and also just the part of just constantly, every night, struggling to breathe. Mm. 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 How do you think uh, you came in contact with the virus? Um, I work in a grocery store, and so um, I'm at self-checkout. So I think that I was bound to get it, being that I'm always in contact with people. 
So I think that's where it, you know, started from. How, how long did it take you to realize that you were, um, you know, that something was wrong? What is it? Was it, did you feel it overnight or was it a gradual thing that kind of happened throughout time? Or when did you really feel like I, I'm sick? It started off um, very slow. And then as the days went on, I got worse and worse and worse. And, um, you know, I was supposed to go to a COVID-19 testing site and, you know, something happened where I couldn't go. Rescheduled the appointment again, was supposed to go again, couldn't go. And so, you know, I just was like, you know, something is wrong. And I had to, you know, really tell myself, like, you have to seek medical help for this because it's, it's, it's not working out for you. Yeah. 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 So um, during this time, Tommy, like, I know you had to quarantine yourself. Can you tell people, like, what quarantine was like? I know I've been seeing on Instagram people um, going through not only um, physically having the symptoms and having to deal with the symptoms, but emotionally, too. A lot of people have been feeling like isolation, anxiety symptoms, depression. Uh, did you experience any of those during quarantine? To be honest, I did because um, my lungs were so out of whack that a lot of people don't know. I really prepared myself. I had a conversation with God. I was listening to um, I Shall Not Be Moved, the, the club song, and was bawling tears and couldn't understand it. But it wasn't about the beat or the person singing it. It was the words. I shall not be moved. And that was God telling me that my work was not yet done. The plan for my life was not yet over, even though I was confessing that if it was my time to go, then I accept it. But different songs got me through. Um, I'm Still Here by Dorinda Clark Cole. And certain songs just ministered through me because it became a mental thing because it was like, you know, I've never been this sick. Now I have to quarantine myself. I can't go outside. And after a couple of days, like I really started losing it because I am an outgoing person. I love to be with friends and family and things like that. And when I couldn't do that, that really started playing a heavy part on my mental. And then, you know, even though God tells you that you'll live, you have Satan in your ear telling you that you're going to die. Right, right. And that's the point where I got to where I had to, have an open mind to know the distinctive voice between Satan and between God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I totally, were you going to say something? Okay, I totally get what you're saying because, you know, I'm a nurse and, and just being assigned to positive patients, just knowing like you're, you're gearing up, you're putting all of, all of you putting on your mats, you're putting on your PPE, your hats, your gloves. And in this, in this, in this suit, it's like I had to prepare myself mentally to walk into this room. Like I kept right. initially, I kept having this feeling like, oh my God, I'm risking my own life. Like I kept feeling like every day I was just like, oh my God, like, am I going to die? Like, am mm -hmm. I going to get this virus? Am I going to die? Am I going to bring this home to my family? So I definitely understand the mental part of it. Cause I would really have to pray like right before walking in that room. I would take a deep breath with all the masks that I have on. And I'm like, like, God, I know, I know, like you're for me and you're with me. Mm -hmm. And I just kept right. hearing God saying, you will live, you will not die. That's just something that kept replaying in my mind. Like I was just like, 
Like I'm like I'm with you. I am with you. So I definitely understand that that mental struggle. You have anything? Hun? No, I mean I, I can I can understand it. You know, just even going out into public is something that is uh, a scary thing. You know, when you go into the grocery yes. stores and you see the. The, the line at, at when we go we go to Walmart and you see Walmart and it's just like everybody has masks on nobody wants to talk to nobody everybody wants to just you know everyone's trying to stay as far away from people as, as, as possible so everybody's everybody thinks that everybody has the virus and so it's it's a touchy time and I can see how how scary it could be once you know that you actually you know have the virus and it's kind of like you know what what now especially when you hear so many horror stories about people passing away and so I know how that can right. honestly. Yeah, keep a keep a um, yeah. your your mentality is is like wow, am I gonna be next? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and yeah. I think also just I wanted to have you on because I wanted also for the listeners to be aware. Like I feel like a lot of people aren't practicing social distancing. Right. A lot of people still are going about their lives because you know at first the news told us it was elderly elderly people that were getting mm-hmm. affected, people that are, or had asthma issues, diabetes, hypertension. But here you are, young. How how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 27 years old. 27, okay, yeah. thank you. So here you are, a young 27-year-old oh. man, and you don't have any of these comorbidities that, you know, that people were experiencing in the beginning that were passing away from the virus. So. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why, you know, I wanted to have you on to show people like, you know, this this virus can affect anyone. Yeah. And I think the scary right. thing about it is too, like I know you had symptoms, but a lot of patients and a lot of friends of mine um, that thought they were positive for the virus, you know, some got tested, some didn't. Like they didn't have right. any symptoms. So that's why yeah. I think it's important too for everyone to, you know, to, to follow the CDC guidelines of wearing your mask, hand washing, um, and protecting yourself and staying six feet away or even further if you can, because now they're saying six feet, like the virus can still be transmitted within within six feet. So mm-hmm. even staying further away, because, you know, right. a lot of people are asymptomatic. They don't have symptoms and, and they're positive. I have a lot of patients that test positive and they don't have any symptoms. <laughs> look, I'm Yay. just, look, if we gonna, if, whole... if we're going to put it out there, I'm just, we're just going to put it out there, right? Jesus. So anyway, Tommy, so I say all of that to say, like, <laughs> are you having any more symptoms? Like after the quarantine, after the two weeks, like, how are you feeling now? Are you still experiencing symptoms? Um, I'm feeling better. The first week I got my strength back um, because... I could not walk two steps without having to take a seat. And so from the effect of me not being able to not properly breathe for almost a week, I'm now in the process of my lungs really taking time to heal because they're bruised. Um, There were times where, you know, I tell a lot of people, I would go to blow my nose and I was blowing up, like blowing out my nose, blood clots, literally like literally and that's when I knew that it was serious you know and I was like you know what like when I finally took the time to go to the doctor I I couldn't do anything I felt like uh, I, I really felt like uh older older person in their last days like two steps and that was it for me I had to have a seat and that's when I knew me being 27 I'm like this is not right you know these, these complications are too much like I need to go seek medical help Wow. So, so you went through this whole, you know, quarantine time and things like that. Is there anything that you learned personally about yourself during this, during this time? Like you had to go through the, the, 
the mental state of, man, if this is my last day, I, you know, I don't know what, but is there anything that you learned about yourself uh, during this time? I think I learned that um, through this time that through everything that I could do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Mm-hmm. As I got better, I saw God, you know, just strengthening me and pushing me and having me read scriptures just to encourage me. I found out that I was a winner, mm-hmm. you know, through this. And I found out, you know, that my relationship with God got closer. And, you know, it was like that I was really on the edge seat of mercy with him, you know, and him showing his love and his compassion, you know, I I learned that through that, but also that I was stronger than anything, you know, and that even when I thought that there wasn't any fight in me, it still was. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's good, man. That's yeah, that's real good. That's, I love that. Because so many people give up during that time, you know. Not even just COVID, but just getting bad news. People tend to to give up faster yeah. than they, they want to fight back. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I think I, a lot of people are struggling with anxiety and depression now. Yeah. Not not even just from getting the virus, but just all of the effects of us being in a pandemic. People losing jobs that have been working at places for twenty plus years. You mm-hmm. know. Like two weeks into the pandemic, getting laid off, people not being able to, you know, provide for their families, people that were living paycheck to paycheck. Now you have no paycheck coming in and you still have rent, you still have mortgage, you still have so many things. So I think Mm -hmm. emotionally and mentally, it's like, like we need Jesus now more than ever. So I'm so happy. That's my prayer. I think over this whole time that people can really even prayer for myself that God could really do some new things for me on the inside and change some ways and heal some things that I need to heal from uh, during this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, bro, what does looking forward uh, look like to you? What are you, what are you doing now that you're you're in the uh, ending stages of, of everything that's going on? What's what are you looking forward to now um, personally? Look, looking forward now would be making a better me. Um, when I went to the doctor um, and she tested me, um, I never forget it. Like she took off my mask and she said, your lips are black and blue. And I said, yeah, I've been kind of struggling, you know, to breathe this entire week. And she did another test on me and she said, you have pneumonia. And so when that went on, she told me that if I had not came in that day to see her, that my family would have been planning my funeral because my size alone, my weight alone, and the way my breathing was, and the pneumonia and the covet, it would have completely took me out. And so now I'm taking the steps to eating healthier. Um, you know, I'll admit I am a wine drinker, <laughs> and I was consuming a lot of wine. Let's just say that. Oh, why no? Listen, <laughs> God is yet delivering me. But um, yes, it, it got to that point where I cut back on that. Um, no starches. And I'm just taking the time to do in-house workouts to strengthen my lungs back, to get them back to where they need to be because they, they're bruised. And so, you know, I believe like in this time, I'm taking the time to find out more who I am with this pandemic because it it really woke me up. Great. That's 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 awesome, bro. Um all right, so 
uh, any advice that you, what are, what's some advice you have for the listeners that uh, may be going through what you went through? Do you have any advice for those people? I would tell them keep their eyes on God through it all because you're going to have the nights where you're going to ask yourself, why me? You're going to have the nights where you can be the healthiest person and now this virus has attached itself to you. The main thing I would tell them is to keep their eyes on God and seek him now while he may be found. Because what we all don't know is that in this time, he's closer than he's ever been. And to keep a sane mind, he said, those that keep their mind on me, I'll keep them in perfect peace. And so sometimes, you know, I had to just cut off the TV. I didn't want to hear the news. I had to get off of Facebook and I had to really go to the person that could heal me, that could change my situation and that could bring me out so that I could have a testimony. And that's the main goal that we look for now. We don't look for what the doctor is saying because the doctor could tell us we have till tomorrow to live. We don't look forward to what the enemy is telling us because he is the father of lies. We look towards the man that is the ultimate healer, that is the ultimate protector, that is the ultimate provider. And, and this time we ought to look more towards him and lean more towards him because he's the only one that can change the situation. Look at me, I, I beat it, I'm still here. You know, despite what the doctor said, despite what the enemy told me, despite what people were looking to happen to me, you know, I, I, I beat it. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm still in a healing process with my lungs. But in this time, more than ever, look to God. Awesome, bro. Awesome. awesome. I Good love man. that, Tommy. Yeah. Thank you. For well, since, hold on. Since you, you, you're preaching and stuff like that, we got a couple of uh, quick rapid questions for you. And one of, our, one of our first questions actually is, what is your favorite scripture and why? My favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29 and 11, when he says, for I know the plans that I have for you and the plans are for an expected end. And so many years we've heard preachers preach that, but we never took the time to really dissect that scripture. When God told them in that scripture, Jeremiah 29 11, for he knows the plans that he has for them and things for an expected end and that his thoughts of us were not evil. Those people were in captivity. But even in that, he still had a plan for them. And that's what we have to understand in this life is that God never promised us a good beginning. He promised us an expected end. So if the beginning of your life was crazy, was just something that you just couldn't understand, it was tragedy after tragedy, you had to go through those things to get to the blessing that is to come towards the end. And the ending does not have to be death. The ending can be God blessing you like he never has before. So even in that scripture, when he said that, and then he goes on to say that our thoughts are not his thoughts and our ways are not his ways. So when we don't understand those things, it's not for us to understand. Because there is an appointed time that God is going to bring us out. We just have to stay in whatever he has us in until the day of release comes. And when the day of release comes, whether we like it or not, we have to come out of it. And we have to go through that door and realize that everything that we went through in the beginning of our lives, in the middle of our lives, was only to get us to the blessing that was in, in front of us. And that's how I love when Paul says, he says, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ, because he knew pressing forward to the only one who could 
do everything, there would be a blessing. And then I think if I'm not mistaken, the end of the scripture, he says, there is therefore now laid up a crown of righteousness for me. So to connect those two scriptures, you have to keep pushing, you have to keep enduring, you have to keep fighting, not physically, but spiritually, that you have to have a mindset that I'm, I'm going to win. It may look like death right now, it may look like failure right now, but I'm going to win. Yeah, for sure. Love it, bro. Love it. Wow, Jeremiah. Awesome. Love it. That's awesome, Tommy. You trying to steal our show? Hallelujah. <laughs> Tommy, right, so Tommy trying to steal the show. Okay. So I guess next question, Tommy, your favorite book and why? <laughs> Tommy don't read. Dr. Seuss? <laughs> Listen. Cat <in> the hat? <laughs> um, I think the last book I read, <laughs> other than the Bible, <laughs> um, I, loved re I love reading books with poetry in it. I think a lot of books that I invested myself in was like, you know, Chicken Soup for the Soul, things like that. Mm. That's the last book I've read, other than the Bible, yeah. 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 All right, Chicken Soup for the Soul, that's a good one. Yep, yep. All right. Um, what's one thing you missed the most while you were in quarantine? Yeah. Oh, my God, not being able to sing. Mm. Sing? Like, the first two days that I started feeling better because my lungs were bruised, I had no highs, I had no lows, I had nothing. Like, I, it just, it, it sounded terrible. And so, like, as the days go on now, like, I'm, I'm doing better, like, with, with getting my voice back, getting my range back. But that was one of the things, because usually I'm around the house singing, I'm on live singing, you know, I'm singing at work while I'm, I'm working. So one, that was one thing that really kind of got me depressed, not being able to sing through that, you know, but now that I can, thanks yeah. be to God. <laughs> give, yeah. give, give, us 30, awesome. give us 30 seconds of a song, 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. I speak life, you're going to live, oh, my brother. My sister, I speak life. You are the head and not the tail. You will prevail. I speak life. Don't give up the fight for your life. You shall live and not die. Hey, there it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh, Tommy. Thank you so much. Should yeah. we do the rapid fire or we're yeah, going to last... end on that note? Um, Let's do the rapid fire. Real quick. Real quick. These we'll do the last two. We'll last two. Last two. Okay. Something you would tell your younger self. Ooh. Something I would tell my younger self. I would tell my younger self to listen to my elders who I thought wanted to get on my nerve and um, just wanted to be all up in my business and control my life. I would say listen to them because they went through it. They've been through it. They seen the reaction from it. And I think I would just tell my younger self, yeah, I would tell my younger self that. Like I had to learn from myself. Like I had to be like a child. You know, you tell a child, don't touch that pot on the stove because it's hot. 
and they're so curious that they touch it, they burn themselves, but they had to learn. And right. so from now on, they know that pot is hot. I'm not going to touch it because I don't want to burn myself. So I think that I just had to take the wisdom from, you know, people who were here before me or even now and just apply that to my life and really see, you know, what it is that they faced. I'm going through it now, but they've been through it. So if they tell me, look, you know, don't do this, don't do that. Watch out for this, look out for that then I automatically should have my ears open because it's, it's facts. It's factual. Awesome, awesome. awesome. Last question. What is something you, will you want to tell your future self? Oh, God. To never give up. Hmm. Never give up. No matter how hard it is, no matter the adversity that I face, no matter the struggles I may have or the addictions I may have, never give up and keep pressing forward. Even when distractions come in front of me, go around them, keep moving forward. Even if things don't look the way I want them to look, keep moving forward. Do not give up because in that, and also the first thing I should have said is acknowledge God in everything that you do because he told us in the scripture lean not to your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge me and i'll direct your path and give my angels charge over you love it love it bro thank you tom appreciate it bro um yes thank you so much for doing this interview thank you for being a frontline worker you out there risking your lives uh, Mm -hmm. while you're working at the store so people can get the food that they need thank you for just being an awesome little brother i'm gonna say little brother thank you for (laughs) even though you're like this much taller than me but thank you for being an awesome little brother we're so proud of the man that you're becoming yes sir we're so happy um and we appreciate your testimony thank you for sharing your testimony and i feel like this is only the beginning here for you i know you got pastor written all over you all of that preaching Uh, all that Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna throw it on you just ever since (laughs) ever since you were younger you had such a a thing with like just god's word and just being able to reiterate it and teach it to others so i'm gonna just put that out there in the atmosphere yep hey keep keep going bro yes (laughs) <laughs> keep going bro keep going bro yeah. is there anything you want to plug is you have your instagram or facebook that you want to um you want to plug to our listeners at this moment not right now all right <laughs> not right now bless the, bless, right. bless the lord on my soul and all that's within me bless his name hallelujah oh, my God. oh gosh all right bro look thomas thank you for joining us yeah. uh family that that's my baby brother thomas thank you guys for watching uh today's podcast we appreciate you you know where to find the podcast apple podcast um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, yes. SoundCloud, you YouTube. know, everywhere. YouTube, <laughs> yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, thank you guys for joining us today. I'm AP, this is my beautiful wife, Latoya. And we will see you guys again soon, family. All right, peace. It seems like just the other day, we were two kids falling in love, but now we're full grown, baby. I wouldn't trade it for anything. What we have is heaven sent.